0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Good News Podcast. And as always, we are blessed to have a a very special guest. This is actually someone that's been on the podcast previously. This is Jason Persaud. Uh, Jason was on, actually he was one of our first guests that we ever had. He uh, came on to do some conversation around anti-black racism and racial relations because he's done significant work in in that uh, for, for years. But Jason has recently had a huge transition in his life. He's gone from pastoring at a local church here in Brampton to working with Alpha Canada. And I, I love the way that he he breaks down what we what we often refer to as a calling from God. And we kinda of get into like what does that mean? I think we hear that sometimes and we wonder, what 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 does that mean? Like that, that God you know pick up the phone and and dial my number like like how concrete is it what does it look like to actually hear god saying something and so we, we get we get a little deeper with jason on what that actually looks like feels like and and in his case and i think is often the case for most of us how long of a process it actually is to get this sense of change and transition and making a big decision and and finally executing on it or making a move so friends get ready man this is a good one this is a beautiful man uh i love his heart for the world, for God, for people. I think you're going to catch that and more. Friends, let's dive in. Hi, uh, hey everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. As always, very good to be with you, and uh, I'm really excited to have this conversation with a good friend of mine, a local pastor here in Brampton, uh, just an, an incredibly faithful leader. This is Jason Persaud. And uh, Jason has worked uh, in the church here in Brampton for for many years at Brampton Christian Fellowship, but recently had a transition where he's now working with Alpha Canada. And uh, we love Alpha here at NBC, that's for sure, Jason. And really excited about about this transition for you. Uh, that's a that's a huge change uh, yeah. in many ways. So just just really curious to kind of dive in. How did how did that all happen, and what's that been like yeah, for you? Yeah, it's interesting. A number of years ago, Jamie, I was uh,
1: leading Alpha in my church as a pastor pioneered it in our youth and our young adults, and then in our main congregation during the uh, pandemic. And just really uh, had a sense during the pandemic with the different challenges that we were going through that God was calling me into something new. And it was a little unique because my wife is also a pastor on staff Mm. and I'm having this sense of change and transition, but not really knowing what it was. She had no sense of transition. And this opportunity to work with Alpha came up and we just had this real sense that it was god calling us to serve the church in canada number one i love the local church i love serving in the local church and now i have the uh, privilege and ability to now serve local churches across our country and so really i look at this as you know a divine moment of Mm. god speaking and doing something new Mm. in us but also i believe something new that he wanted to do in canada and so uh, Alpha, there's a little bit of a connection there,
0: sure. but as well, just that sense of serving the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you, when you talk about just having this, this sense of God calling you to this, I'd love to explore that a little more, because I think, I think sometimes people hear that. Sometimes people of faith, sometimes people who are not of faith, but, you know, they hear that term, God was calling me, or God spoke to me. What, what was, like, you know, from a practical perspective, in, in this case, what was that like for you? What, what, what were, how were you sensing that, hearing that? How did that, ha- how did that happen?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like I've had the weirdest journey in ministry, and I'm sure everyone can say that because we're all on our own personal journey. Because when I graduated Bible school, I didn't go directly into full-time ministry. I worked in the marketplace for 10 years and did by vocational ministry. Mm. And then had a sense after that that God was calling us into full-time ministry, and so mm. I really feel like God has different assignments for mm. us. Mm. And I believe connected to those assignments are people and whether it's in a city, it's in a town in a neighborhood, there are people there that God wants us to love and care for and minister to and so for me, when I use the word calling, um you know I don't necessarily hear God's voice audibly like some people mm-hmm, like I'm just not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just not wired that way, yeah yeah, but I really feel like God speaks to me clearly through his word. Mm. And in the middle of the pandemic, we were not as busy in ministry, yeah. and I just took an opportunity to really dive deeper in his word. Mm. and I felt like God was just stirring some mm. new things as I was reading his word. Mm. And in that stirring of reading and getting closer to God and just even hearing about the different challenges that we were experiencing as yeah. the church, yeah. through that time, I just felt this stirring and this mm. calling of, You know, we're uh, caring for people through the pandemic on a variety of different levels. Mm -hmm. And the church is also struggling and trying to find its way through this. When we get through this, I think I'd love to serve churches across the country, but I didn't know what that looked like. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Amazing.
1: And then this opportunity with Alpha came and, you know, it's not like it dropped out of the sky. There was a posting. I saw the posting. And there was this connection to a couple of the staff, and I had a couple of conversations with some of the Alpha staff, and I really felt I needed to apply mm. for it. And so I felt it was right, and I'm glad in the end mm. they felt it was right, and I really feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be.
0: Mm, that's an amazing feeling. That's, yeah. that's so cool. But it's a process, isn't it? As it is not it as a process. It's very much a process, even coming to that point where, yeah, this is this is what I'm being called to, to serve the church at a, at a, at a wider level across the country. Um, without the actual opportunity, that, that's that's just amazing, and then, then that comes along like that's, that's 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 so cool how God works through through all of that.
1: Yeah, and if I could say this Absolutely. as well, this was an 18th month journey, so this wasn't like yeah, okay. I felt it was a stirring, yeah. and then next week there was change. Yeah, I went to my pastor who I have a great relationship with, and I said, you know, uh, I really have a sense that I'm in transition from my role here in the church as a pastor, mm. and so. You know, he was great, and we took some time. Uh, his encouragement initially was, why don't we take some time to pray and fast and mm. just really hear from God and just take this soul. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And so through fasting and praying and conversations and people that we had in our lives that we trusted, we went on this journey that took 18 months, and there were other opportunities, Jamie, in between mm. Mm. that came up, but it just didn't sit right. It just okay. didn't feel right. Yeah. And when this Alpha opportunity came up, we just felt, my wife and I, there was a green light to apply to continue to pray and believe that this is where god was placing me and so yeah so i think for some people listening yeah you know so for some people it might even be longer yeah, than yeah. 18 months yeah but uh taking time to walk through god's timing mm. and bringing people all, uh, around to you to you know to pray mm-hmm. and just
0: be that encouragement i think is important mhm 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 no thanks for naming the the, the this being specific about how long that took, because yeah, uh, yeah, that's that is quite a process. And and sometimes I know it can be challenging for people when they're in this that state of of I'm I'm not sure what's next, but I think there's something that's next for me. And just you know, people are listening or watching this today, just to just to know that uh, it's normal to be in those seasons of life, and God will be with you there, and God will see you through, and you know, the clarity will come. But it it can be it can be frustrating, it can be challenging, it can be it can be downright painful sometimes to be in that place where you're just not sure what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm very grateful for my wife because when some of those other opportunities came up, you know, I would say to her, oh, maybe this is it. And she's like, slow down. Let's just pray. Let's get a peace about it. Yeah. Because you're in that moment that God has you in this transition and you Mm. feel like change is there. And sometimes we can actually open, not every open door is God's open door. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes our gift, well, uh, well, the Bible tells us, that our gifts make room for us. Mm-hmm. And so our giftings, our talents, maybe our education, our life experience make room for us. And we've gotta be able to be sensitive to God's timing mm-hmm. and not just jump into something that isn't him. Even if it looks good, mm-hmm. it may not be
0: God's plan. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Now in making you know the change, cause it's a, it's a significant change, you're leaving uh, a group of people, a church where you've been on staff, a community where you've been very involved and connected. Um, were there, because I'm just imagining other people thinking about making a change in their life, but sometimes it isn't just the excitement of what you're entering into, but there can be a, a sadness, a loss of what you're leaving behind. And so just how did that part work work for you, where, you know, you are so connected to this great, great church here in Brampton, Bramley Christian Fellowship. Um, yeah, what was that like? What were people's reactions when you shared this with them? Um, yeah, what was happening for you even, you know, with, with all of that?
1: Yeah, I think when you serve in one place for a period of time, like, I mean, we've been connected and serving in the church since December of 2009. It's been 14 years. Wow. And so this transition has only transpired over the last 13 months. Yeah. Um, it's been difficult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because on one end, uh, you know, funny that you should ask the question, I had to pick my wife up at a women's gathering last night and I ran into uh, a few of our young adults that were helping lead worship last night. Mm. And I said to one of them last night, I, his name is Jamar. I said, Jamar, I miss seeing you all the time. I miss the day-to-day, yeah. the weekly grind of seeing you, us doing ministry together. Mm-hmm. And so there's that sense of, okay, God, I know you've called me to something new. I get to serve senior leaders and leadership teams across the country. I get to travel the country and meet mm-hmm. incredible pastors and from different denominations and backgrounds and towns and cities. But the day-to-day has been difficult. And his response to me last night was, they call me PJ.
2: <laughs>
1: nice. and, you know, it was, we really miss you too. And it was hard hearing that. I felt like I was gonna get in tears for just a moment. Mm. And it's 13 minutes, uh, sorry, it's been 13 months. Right. Yeah. And I think there's that double-edged sword yeah. that, uh, when God calls you out of something, it doesn't mean there aren't emotions yeah. or a level of, I don't know if if the right word is grief mm-hmm. or loss, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're excited with what God's yeah. calling you into yeah. next, but it's those relationships that you've developed Absolutely. that are so meaningful. And it was mostly next-gen ministry that I served in. And yeah. these kids were grade nine students, and now they're in their 20s and yeah. like, yeah, they're they're part of my life. I'm part of their life. It's yeah, exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does well, that sort of make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. No, and I, I think it's just real to name, yeah. like you said, that that double-sided coin, if you will, where, yeah, there's an excitement for what's coming, but you, yeah, loss at what you're leaving behind. But at the end of the day, you know, when God calls you to it, it's it's right. And uh, and uh, really, really grateful that you took the step to listen and follow along and 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 grateful for your work with Alpha. Let, yeah. Let's chat a bit about Alpha because, yeah. I mean, my goodness, Alpha um, is doing incredible things, not only across our country, but, but across, you know, in many, many, many other other countries as as well. Um, What's, yeah, what's, what's it like? Uh, What's, uh, give us an inside look at what it's like to work for such a a significantly sized organization, but also doing such faithful, faithful work, helping hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people uh, meet Jesus and have their life transformed.
1: Yeah, it's been such an incredible experience. Uh, for people who may not know what alpha is listening alpha is an evangelistic organization that serves the church to help people uh, encounter jesus Mm -hmm. you're the good news podcast Mm -hmm. the good news is is that jesus uh, came and gave his life for us and Mm so uh, for me to be able to help churches uh, think about evangelism and reaching people that have lost hope in life Mm. and just in everything. Mm -hmm. And we get to be able to present the Alpha Chorus, which is an 11-week chorus with the Alpha Weekend squished in between where Mm -hmm. people encounter Jesus, they encounter the Holy Spirit, but to connect the dots for people that are questioning Mm -hmm. and just don't know. And so Alpha creates a safe place for people to explore faith and find Jesus. And so for me, there's no greater calling, I think any of us have, whether we're called to full-time vocational ministry, or we are just a faithful follower of Mm, Jesus, mm -hmm. we are called to make disciples. We are called to proclaim the good news of Mm. Jesus. And so for me to be able to do that with Alpha Mm. has been an incredible
0: and fun experience the last 13 months. Mm, mm, Beautiful, man. Love it. Love it. The purposefulness of what you're doing every day, eh? yeah, for sure. And then your role within that, Jason, what's... What's your role within that? And and what's that been like as far as the transition towards that? Yeah, so I'm a
1: senior advisor and uh, there's a little bit of fluidity to that role. You know, as a senior advisor, I get to work with churches that are exploring Alpha. Mm. Coming out of the pandemic, especially, a lot of churches are trying to figure out how do we regather people and how do we still reach people at the same time? Mm. And so my role on what we call our Explore Team is to work with churches that maybe have got connected through a webinar and events, maybe someone referred them and talked to them about Alpha and to follow up and sit and listen to that senior leader to hear what God has placed in their heart, what dreams they have to see their church reach their community with the good news of Jesus Mm. and to just share vision of how Alpha could meet that goal and that Mm. dream that they have in their heart and
0: for their local church to reach Mm. their community. Mm. Mm. That must be very exciting to see that take off from a conversation to, you know, the offering of an alpha in a local church and a local community.
1: It is, you know, because there's a lot of leaders that have heard about alpha but don't know. And then, you know, evangelism's work. Let's, let's be honest, Mm. regardless of what you do. But I think one of the beautiful things about alpha is that alpha Uh, really is about invitation. Mm. It's about empowering people in the church to live missionally and invite their friends to sit around a table over a meal, which Alpha is, without judgment, without uh, any kind of argument or someone gonna point a finger at you because your opinion is different, to watch a video and have a authentic conversation where people feel valued, Mm. people feel loved, and people feel like it's safe enough for them to even express their thoughts and opinions, mm-hmm. even if it differs from the others. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, so for me to create or to be a part of an organization that is creating space for people to find Jesus and just in, encounter hope for me is is just incredible. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alpha is, is a very unique program. Yeah. And, and it has some, um, from my experience, it has some very key principles key strategies um just just the way the way it's offered that that is really you know really helpful in the in the transformation process for, for people um from from your experience of Alpha and just also being in on the ground with the leadership of Alpha yeah. Canada what are what are some of the yeah you know, what are what are some of those elements that you would say th- these are some of the things that are key to how to how Alpha works yeah um we have some core values
1: that are so important to us and one of the core values is hospitality.
2: Mm.
1: Hospitality is such a key thing. And when we think about hospitality, it's not just about a meal, mm. it's it's a more than that. Mm. How do we create a hospitable environment for people to feel more, just it's a friendly, welcoming environment mm. to where people feel like they belong.
2: Mm.
1: And I really think we need, and I say this generally, but I think Alpha does this, mm. I think Alpha creates a place for people to belong before Mm -hmm, they believe. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think in the church as a whole, we've run with this mentality that people have to believe before they belong. And I think we, you know, Alpha really creates that environment where people feel like they belong and they can walk through this journey of exploration, even if they don't believe the same, but they belong because God loves them. God cares about them and we create space where we love
0: you the way that Jesus loves you as
2: well. Mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm.
0: I, I, I love that you've named that. Jason, that's been my experience too. i yeah. I've, I've ran many alpha groups over, over the years and to see people come in who, who uh, they're almost surprised that they're allowed to be there, encouraged to be there. And as you were saying earlier, this, this idea that alpha is a very open forum to say what's on your mind, say what you think, and you're not going to be judged. Um, you're not going to be forced to think something different from what you currently think. And somehow, just leaving that space for people to be so fully accepted, and and I, I just the the way the Holy Spirit works uh, when you, I don't know when you have that that much love for people that that you enable them to express something that that might be very different from someone sitting across the table and know that that's okay, especially yeah. something so deep and 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 around such conviction as as faith and and, and beliefs. I I, I just. I just it's it's been amazing to me to see the way God works through that but that idea of of just really making sure people know that they they belong here they can they can be themselves um they can express themselves yeah um and and see where God might go from there somehow somehow God's greatest work seems to happen in those spaces that Alpha enables us to create like that
1: yeah you know so hospitality is key yeah. prayer yeah. is also very yeah. key yeah and so we really try to create an environment where prayer is for and foremost such a crucial part of seeing the Holy Spirit soften and work Mm. in people's hearts. Mm -hmm. And then that whole culture of invitation. Churches that run Alpha as a program do well, but when you really understand that Alpha creates this culture of invitation, Mm. that on our minds, we are always aware of people that we could pray for, Mm. whether that is um, in our homes or even on the spot. Mm -hmm. We really try to even encourage prayer evangelism If there's a need, let's be honest, Jamie, we've been in conversations where we tell people, or we're gonna pray for you. Mm -hmm. We don't do it on the spot. We walk away and we forget. Mm. And so Alpha creates this prayer culture of not just praying for people distantly, but even in the moment as well, and just really caring for people on the spot. I've discovered that most people, regardless of faith, love and and are open to people praying for them. Mm. But we've got to be bold to ask that, and so the hospitality, mm-hmm. the culture of invitation, the prayer—it's um, is just very, very key. And those are yeah. some key things that I think really make Alpha, uh,
0: you know, do do well. Yeah,
1: and how it's presented is done excellent. The mm-hmm. videos are incredible. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. so well done, so inspiring. Again, uh, Alpha brings people who who. Um, are not believers yet, who maybe even have had some very naive experiences with the Christian church or, or, or people who call themselves Christians. And, and what it, what amazes me is, is even people coming with maybe a bit of an edge around that, and fair enough from what they've yeah. experienced, they love the videos. The content is is so well done and so inspiring and so informative. Um, you mentioned about an inviting culture, and that, that's been my experience, that Alpha helps a community really work at being an inviting culture. Which is really challenging. Like, like yeah. so, just, just love to to hear a, a bit um, from you, Jason, on 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 some of the challenges of creating inviting culture, um, some of the ways to kind of move through those challenges, or you know, what are what are some of the keys to 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 really creating that to, where where it becomes natural, uh, normal for people to to think about their friends and family and neighbors who don't who have not encountered Jesus and and invite them into alpha or another way to to experience that within the church
1: yeah i think most people struggle sharing their faith Mm -hmm. and articulating that and some people don't see themselves as evangelists and some people struggle in those conversations and i say to people when it comes to an invitational culture i think beyond invitation if i could use the word intentional Mm. i think we have to be intentional in having conversations to build relationship. And I mean, authentic, genuine mm-hmm. relationship with no ulterior motives with our neighbors, our coworkers, mm-hmm. our family members that don't know Jesus. And because the reality is, is that people can smell a mile away yeah. if you have an ulterior motive. Yeah. And so when it comes to uh, being intentional, I, I say this, we need to be intentional having conversations with our neighbors on our driveway, on our porch and in our living room. Mm -hmm. We have to invite people into the space of our lives Mm -hmm. that are different than us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I make it a point when my neighbors are out, whether they're mowing their grass or shoveling the driveway or doing things, I don't shovel my driveway when it's just convenient for me. Mm -hmm. I go out because I live in a townhouse, so I have a shared driveway. Mm -hmm. I'll go and do the driveway with my neighbor, Mm -hmm. or we'll, you know, and we will arrange maybe together to do it. Mm -hmm. And out of shoveling together, we're having conversation. Mm. We're getting to know each other. And so I have incredible relationships with um, my neighbors as a result of being intentional. When I was in pastoral ministry, Jamie, I have to be honest, Mm. I wasn't very good because we're just so busy in Mm. ministry. We forget that our mission field is our neighbors. And it wasn't until I started Mm. Alpha that I really began to be more intentional building relationship with my neighbors. And I live on a court and since running Alpha, We've built intentional relationship with 17 neighbors around our court. Some are stronger than others, but it really was about being intentional and knowing that I live in this house because I'm not here just to Mm -hmm. have a place to live. Mm -hmm. I'm here because I can bring hope to someone on my street. Mm. And whether that's prayer, whether that's a
0: practical need, food or whatever, or even just being a shoulder that they could cry on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you know. That that's that's just so cool to hear, Jason. How God's never done growing us because you've always st- struck moving on each other for 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 many years as someone who definitely has a huge heart for people, wants to share yeah. the gospel. But how God has grown that even in you through through your experience and working with Alpha Canada, that's 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 awesome. Praise God for that. That's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, let's finish off a little good news podcast rapid fire here. Yeah. Okay. Um best thing going on in your home and your family these days.
1: Oh, right now, the best is we're undergoing a basement renovation. Now, <laughs> that's the best. The, that's that's best, but it's also <laughs> exactly. been, a, been a challenge. And so we just wanted to create more space okay. for our kids. But as well, I want to run to Alpha in our, in our home. Nice. And so for me, I'm looking forward to inviting my neighbors to come to an Alpha and hang out. We just don't have the space to really uh, be hospitable in the okay. way that we want. Yeah. We've had people over, but so that's a really cool thing that's happening. Cool. And my daughter's turning 16 and getting her license, her G1 next week. So oh, that's,
0: that's a cool thing too. Yeah, that's, that's very exciting. Very exciting. Okay. Uh, best thing going on in your neighborhood, your community. In our community,
1: I really feel like our our court and our neighborhood has really rallied over the past few years. A neighbor in the middle of the pandemic signed up on Facebook for this pizza party through Domino's. Domino's came, dropped off like 30 pizzas in the middle of our street and it brought our street together. Nice. And so relationships have just blossomed out of
0: a pizza party. Wow. Love that. Love that. I, I, I pray that that could happen on every street, every court in Brampton, man. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Our city would be different if that could happen. That's so cool. That's cool. So cool. Okay. Best thing going on in our world these days? In our world these days. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's a difficult question. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, man. I don't mm-hmm. want to answer that. Best mm-hmm. thing going on in our world, mm-hmm. Jamie, I see the church rising up and caring for people in more practical ways than I've ever seen before. Mm. And I think that is a very positive thing for our world Mm -hmm. because with all the economic challenges that we're facing, I think churches can step into that. And I'm seeing more and more churches Mm. across our country and even some global networks I'm connected with just meeting practical needs of people. And that's,
0: and that excites me. Mm. So glad to hear that. That's cool. Oh, that is good. That is good news. Thanks brother so much. Thank you, Jamie. Let me pray for you before we go. Thank you. Uh, Loving and and gracious God, thank you so so much for the work that you are clearly doing in in Jason's life. That you gave him the courage to listen for your leading, to the the courage to to follow, to to say yes to that. That uh, would you continue to bless he and his family in this in this transition. Uh, We we thank you for the gift of of your church and for Alpha Canada that that served your church um, for uh, just an opening for more and more people. To come to a place where they could encounter you, uh, a love, a peace, a joy that can transform and re- renew them, their life, but also this world that you call us to love and serve together. So we thank you, praise you for all of this. Uh, great for what's happened and excited for what is still to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, thank Jason, so much. Thanks, I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Great. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Always great to be with you. Thanks for being a part of the Good News Podcast family. God bless and be with you. Hope to see you again real soon you know as as uh, as, I, as i think back to that conversation that, that that we've just had with Jason it's amazing to me that that here he is he's been in ministry for many years he's been a, a follower of Jesus for many years and god is still growing his heart god is still growing his love for people the, the way that he's interacting with his neighbors and and i love it like he said not in a not with an agenda um it's it's just about simply letting god's love uh be in him and flow through him and i just i just love how his life is blessed because he's spending more time listening, talking, connecting with his neighbors and just truly, really, truly loving them authentically and genuinely. That's, that is awesome. And uh, hey, if God can do that uh, in and for, jason persad god can also do that in our life as well so hope we can all take that away and where is god looking to grow our hearts to be to be filled even more to love this world and love people even more than we already do it certainly happened in jason's case and it was great to hear about that today uh friends uh, it would encourage you if you have not uh taken Alpha before, just would really encourage you to to reach out to a a local church in your area and just consider even trying it out. Uh, We've just seen it be such a blessing for for people over the years and really believe it will be for you. So hopefully maybe you were inspired today to maybe take that step um, if if, if you haven't already. And uh, God bless you, friends. Always good to be with you. Don't forget to follow us. On Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtum. If you subscribe to the Good News Podcast, you'll find out every time an episode is released. You could share this with a friend. Uh, love to have you be part of what God is doing, sharing the good news. And we're so grateful that we get to share it together with you. God bless and be with you. Hope to see you again real soon.